Thank you for joining us for another night of Dungeons and Dragons. I am, as always, your host and Dungeon Master, Kenny. I have with me our Warlock, our Fighter, and our Bard to start us off. Our Artificer should be joining us soon. Uh, so before I get into the proper introductions and show everyone our players, I would like to point out that we're trying some new things technology-wise. Uh, we're using a new uh, meeting forum. Uh, to record our voices, so hopefully things are a little more clear and people can understand each other a little more consistently. Uh, in addition to that, I wanted to give a quick shout-out to Dice City Games. Is a new... Uh, I, I almost just came off like I fucking frequent 4chan, like a fucking weirdo. Um, it's a, uh, a pen, paper, dice, and game store uh, in the Silver Spring, Georgetown area, just outside of Washington, D.C., if you're in that area, if you're in that neck of the woods, give them a give them a Google and find them because they're it's a really nice store. I know the guys that run the place; they're really awesome people, uh, and they're they they you know it's a local game store. Support your local game stores. Support your local game stores, nerds. Support your local game stores. <laughs> <clears throat> anyway, so we have our bard. Uh, hi, that's me, Austin, playing L. Our warlock. Hi, uh, that's me, Jesse, playing Valandis. And our fighter. Hey, that's uh, uh, me, Jeff, playing Gare. All right, so when we last left off, our party had just climbed back onto the top of the deck of the ship that they had been cruising around on with orders from the Tritons to return the pearl that was stolen by the captain who knows how long ago. This would undeniably reverse the curse that was placed upon him and his crew, which would naturally probably reduce them to ashes uh, as it was the curse that gave them a naturally long life. So, you guys are back uh, still probably soaking wet from your excursion, uh, but on the deck of the ship, how do you proceed? Uh, press the digitation. Okay, you're now dry. Yeah. Um, Garen's still kind of freaking out. Um, clearly, uh, this sudden realization that he was surrounded by miles and miles of black water actually got to him, and he's just uh, useless would be a good word for it right now. Okay. So he kind of just stands there and shakes for a little bit, kind of like looking around as if he's incredibly self-conscious that people are noticing him not being okay with it. Valandes, any input? Uh, I'm going to walk up to um, Garen and pat him on the back and say, oh, darkness... It's not all that bad. I actually kind of miss being back down there. That was that was nice. Uh, <clears throat> he'd actually kind of like start uh, as uh, Valen pets him and kind of like turns to him and just says, "I uh, I don't like the ocean. I uh, I don't like the ocean and just not being able to see. I, I just don't like it." No. Well, we're out of it now. Up on top, breathing fresh air with our undead crew. You know the usual. Um, Valandes, make a charisma save with disadvantage. Yep. Oh, awesome. 17 and a 16. Hey, that's pretty good. Plus six. That's a 24, my boo. <clears throat> that's not bad. Not at all. So, uh, to the rest of the party, you just see Valandes sort of mid-sentence and clearly trying to comfort, uh, Geheren. And just his eyes sort of mist over in black swirls of almost like smoldering mist. Not like fire, but of like fog, almost. 
sort of begin to pour down half of his face. Valandes, your consciousness is immediately t- taken to another location. Uh, it is pleasant. Oh, nope. I missed you. Yeah, sorry, buddy. Uh, lost you at consciousness is. Uh, your conscious. Hello, you get me now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, gotcha. yeah, you're good. yeah. Your consciousness is immediately in another place. Uh, it is. Ple- oh. it is pleasant. Uh, it looks almost like a well-furnished foyer of a sort of upper classman of the Drow Society's uh, mansion. A place that would almost be familiar if it wasn't for the fact that all of the art on the walls looks notably, notably uh, what's the word I want to go with here? Eldritch in nature. Ah, uh, okay. So, drow, foyer, nice, homey feeling, but a uh, little off all of as the far artwork. as the artwork goes. Yeah, all of the sculptures, yeah. the busts, uh, all the artwork. Uh, you look to what should be a drow face, but it's like twisted and malformed and like there's a extra arm growing out of its cheekbone. Like just really weird things that kind of jump out at you. Uh, in addition to all that, um, you also notice immediately uh, after taking in your brief surroundings. Oh. I lost you. How about now? Hey, that's good. Hey. Uh, this is uh, not the worst thing, but a little bothersome. So you immediately recognize the only other person in the room with you is Mezzel Tot, sitting at a small table. Oh, there's our artificer. Hey. Hey, Boomer. You with us, good buddy? Uh, Can you hear me? Yep, loud and clear. Yep, yep, yeah. I'm on my phone right now, and it's close to dying. I'm going to... I'm on my way to get a tablet, and then I'll be back on. All right, great. Just do what you did the first time, and we'll bring you in. All right, cool. Thank you. All right, so that was our artificer just for a moment. Um, He'll be back with us more permanently in a few. So you see Mezzel Tot (laughs) sitting there, stirring stirring a freshly brewed cup of tea uh, that he brings up to his proboscis and drinks heartily from before offering a gesture towards one of the other, the only other chair uh, that is next to the small table he's sitting near and offers you to sit. Well, I can't say I'm surprised if I'm going to get ripped anywhere. It'd probably be by you. So, yeah. Um, I'll walk up and take a seat. He uh, pours you a cup of tea and sort of holds the saucer with the tea teacup on it and goes, tea? Oh, thank you. Then I'll gladly take it and take a sip. Uh, it's it's a strong black tea. It has a like a like a sort of undercarriage of bergamotty, almost like English breakfast sort of flavor to it. Nice and hearty, but uh, it's got it's got a good heft of black tea kick to it. Hmm, and so wonderful. Tea takes another sip and then turns to you and sort of sit, like relaxes a little in chair and sets his tea down and goes. So I've been keeping tabs on you, you and your friends. You all know how to quite uh, oh. travel some ground. So what What have you learned so far? Oh, are you referring to the task you had me set upon, or? Oh, no, just uh, your observations of myself and my compatriots and the strange path that we're walking. Well, I think that I 
should get straight to the point as to why I brought you here even briefly. It won't be long you can stay here. I brought you here because I feel that you are about to make a very serious decision about confronting this captain of yours. And I want to remind you, and he sort of like taps where your heart would be uh, on his own chest. Mm-hmm. And says, you might find a little bit of help is required should you find yourself at ends with this captain. Hmm. Do you think he means to move for violence? I personally think that if you ever talk to a man who has absolute power over even a small amount of dominion and tell him that the key to his salvation is also the cost of his dominion, he will immediately fight to protect what he already has. At least that has been my experience. Hmm. Well, I haven't forgotten, and um, I put my hand on the center of my chest because I can still feel yeah. it there. And uh, I'm saying I, that might absolutely come in handy if uh, we happen to uh, face down this creature. Uh, Mesotot nods, picks his tea, takes another nice hearty sip, and goes, Very well. Oh. On the matter of the hags you had me look into. Oh, yes. Yes. Uh, I know I har... What's the word I wish to use for you? Hmm. I suppose I should herald to you a new outcome, should you decide to hunt these lofty people down. I know I mentioned before that pleasantry will get you far, and I stand by those words. But should you find yourself having to come to blows, a golden needle with a diamond tip will make quick work of much of their magic. Something to mm. think about. Absolutely. I was never one for uh, the pleasantries of things, especially against somebody that's stolen from me. So uh, a golden needle with a diamond tip might just be the remedy. I would think so. But be wary, the moment you draw such a device, they will immediately know your meaning, for it is something that they are aware to be fear. Hmm. Well, thank you uh, I, for the tip, um, and thank you for the power to hide such an item, if ever I need to. Mezzeltot nods and goes, Well, you hardly do me any good if you die before you can pay the full price of our pact, so, as I said... I may be a weird ally to you, but an ally I am indeed. Oh, and make sure you plant your feet. The drop will probably stun you. And with that, the room sort of breaks away into dust and mist. All right, there's our artificer back. And, right. and your consciousness, you almost your eyes are in the clouds, and you can see you falling to the deck of the ship from several thousand feet in the area but you can see the ship and you're just falling 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 you have a little bit of time is there anything you'd like to try and do while you're falling uh i'm just in free fall yep um gonna look around and just kind of shrug a little bit and like hold out my arms maybe try to catch as much wind as possible okay so you, Try to slow you, myself. Good call. By the way, kids at home, if, if this is something that's happening to you, what he's doing is actually a really smart thing to do if you're suddenly in free fall. Um, yeah, so you do that, and you can feel that it cuts your speed down a little bit, but uh, 
other than the cold, salty air cutting at your 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 face, uh, you feel nothing uh, until you hit your body, almost as if you were predestined to hit it, like your uh, trajectory was set. To the rest of your allies, um, sorry, so for your benefit, Boomer, um, it doesn't really matter what you've missed so far because it's all kind of been in another world. And just for uh, Valandess, really. So his eyes went misty, and his eye cavity started to, like, just slightly exhaust a black mist. Uh, and he just sort of stood still. But then... Oh, cool. Okay. Maybe only a few seconds later, to your guys' awareness, uh, you're, like, beginning to realize, I think something's wrong with Valen. Uh, and you, like, maybe one of you, like, reaches over to, to like, shake him to see if he's all right. Uh, and then... <clears throat> Make a uh, acrobatics check, Valandes. Uh, sixteen. Okay, so your consciousness slams into your body, and you feel your feet sort of go from underneath of you. But you remembered mm-hmm. Mezeltot's warning, and you were ready enough. So you feel your feet almost fly from underneath you, but you slam back one of them to the ground and just look almost as if you had fallen off balance to the to the naked eye. But to you, you kind of know the full scope of what had just occurred to you. Hmm. I'm going to take the step and then step again and go, damn, still working on the sea legs. Can I speak to all of you gentlemen? And looking to my party um, in the rooms, perhaps? Yeah, Garen's kind of just be looking at him with concern because he went from, like, making a comforting joke to... Uh, Full on, uh, just not doing that. <laughs> Is it, are, are are you all right? <laughs> oh, I'm I'm very fine. I would just like to speak to all of you. The sooner the better. Uh, yeah, sure. All right. Okay. Follow you. Brother. So I'm I'm gonna lead them down to the rooms. Is everyone following? Yep. Yeah, I'm 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 following you. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so you guys uh, make it down right. to the private quarters that you have all been using. Okay, so um, I got some info um, briefly there uh, on the deck of the ship. Uh, you all know who I work for, for lack of a better better term. Um, anyway, had a small conversation with the employer. Uh, he had some info on how our discussion with the captain might go down and uh, he seems to believe that it's going to turn to violence. So we might want to prepare for our confrontation with him. And what exactly would we even do in that situation? Well, not physical. Right. So we would have to subdue them in some way. And then get the pearl, and then it's a simple act of just tossing it over the side, right? I would guess. Uh, mm. I don't know, man. He seems pretty tough. I mean, he does control this entire ship with, I'm sure, his mind. There's actually no guarantee that he can't hear us in this room right now. That's I a mean, fact. the ship itself kind of already doesn't like us. Hmm. Well... Then in that case, uh, I guess we're going to fight anyway. 
Or we could just ignore it until it goes away. But then how would we resolve the issue of the pearl? No, you right. All right, well, let's do this. All right. So uh, I assume you guys begin to, like, arm yourself? Yes. Yeah, and Valen's going to major armor up. Definitely not happily. All right, so as you guys are sort of, like, strapping your buckles and, you know, double-checking your uh, items and your, your belt and kind of heavy-shoulderedly preparing for what very possibly could be a huge fight, the first mate walks over, and he sort of, like, strokes his chin from, like, corner to corner, because... Captain wishes to speak with you all. Mm-hmm. Something about a potential mutiny. Kind of quirks, it, uh, quirks his eyebrow a little high, staring you down. Oh, he has a sense of humor. Indeed. Very much a sense of humor. Bellin's trying to hide his mage armor that's on him, but it's not working. Right. Uh, first mate sort of just nods and kind of makes it completely clear that he's entirely aware of the situation to you all with his body language. But uh, he makes no direct efforts to prohibit you from whatever you're doing. Like He just sort of says, well, best not keep the captain waiting then, I would think. And with that, he sort of turns on a heel a little dramatically and walks away. Yes. Wait, just a quick thing, uh, Valen. Your employer, who is a demon and violent, but in the act of arming ourselves, make it violent before even speaking to him. We've fallen Mm -hmm. into a fall. Well, that is kind of a demon thing, isn't it? Devil. Yeah. Oh, devil. Yeah, it's it's way more a devil thing. Don't be racist. So, yeah. Well, we'll see how this goes. Hopefully. Toothy grin. All right, so do you all... Hopefully well. You're all armed to the nines and ready to go? Yeah. Okay, so you all... I feel like we can probably get this done with diplomacy. Um, it could be, it could be very diplomatic, Aaron says, as he, uh, taps his halberd against the ground. Now listen, listen, I'm all about blowing some shit up, but at the same time, I'm not a fan of dying. Uh, maybe we should go L's route first and then make our way over to the shooty, shooty, bang, bang, stab, stab kind of thing. Indeed. I'm actually with you no, on this one. I'm not saying we go in, I'm not saying we go in swinging. I'm saying we go in prepared to swing. Well, prepared to swing still bears the appearance of, well, swinging. But I hope that if you will allow me to talk to him for at least a little little while, we might be able to resolve this peacefully. Oh, please. Absolutely. If we can get away with this with that minimal effort and bloodshed, that Mm. uh, that's that's the way we need to do this. 
So off we go. Yeah, let's let's do this. All right. So you all head uh, to top side, and uh, despite the deck being the same distance it's always felt, a sort of sinking feeling lies within you, and the ship almost seems to extend as you walk the quick walk to the captain's cabin door. Who opens and steps through first? L. So, L, as you walk to the door and reach to perhaps knock or open the door directly, I'm not sure, the door opens for you, and you can see the captain lazing in his chair sideways, kind of uh, Japanese RPG way, just like one leg Mm. over the armrest, laying back across the other one, tipping back what can only be presumed as a glass of blood. And uh, as he puts it down and you all sort of begin to file in, he says, we have to subdue him and throw the pearl overboard. Sort of then turns to you all and smirks a little and goes, did I get that right? Um, not exactly. We were rather hoping to convince you to throw the pearl overboard. He nods a little and sort of writes himself in his chair and stands up. He goes, yes, I heard that part as well. There is some cleverness amongst the group of you to recognize that you were being probably listened to, probably a little too late. You can see he rests his offhand on the uh, pommel of his sword resting on his belt line. And he uh, sort of... (laughs) finishes his glass and sets it down and turns to Ellen and goes, So, try it your way, as they said. You certainly have me at a disadvantage, sir. But I thought it was your desire to end the curse. Did you really think that you would be able to cast off this predicament like a cloak and go about the rest of your life? You've been under this abominable spell for a century? Maybe less, but still. He nods through your words and says, Well, it's hardly stealing if you have to pay for it, is it? But yes, I suppose I always knew this day would come where this sort of thing would be put upon my door. I would find the answer to what I was looking for and be dissatisfied with the answer itself. But despite that, I am still dissatisfied with it. A bunch of tribal fish people... A bunch of tribal fish people's curse is hardly unconquerable. There certainly must be more powerful magicians and wizards on the coasts. I merely must find one to set me and my crew free. You would run from this still? Sir, I thought you were a man of honor. At least was my impression when I got aboard your ship. He puts his hand on the handle of his sword instead of simply resting upon it. And he goes, I recognize that your tongue is made of brass and slicked with silver for its edge, but I'd mind you that there are many things that you shouldn't call question. My honor, primely amongst them. Uh, question it, I must, sir. Oh, go ahead. Oh, at that, um... Garen would step forward and say, but what about your uh, 
sense of duty to your men. They've been following you for a hundred years. Don't you think they deserve a rest? He uh, points his finger as if it was a dagger at Geharan and says, And I'm sure that your scarred body has shown you a fair day and night of what it is to have rest for you and your crew. And of course, I am no fool. My ego may be as large as this ship, but it is not blinded with glory. Of course they wish to rest. I wish to rest. But we will do it on my terms, or we will not do it at all, for I am the captain of this vessel. He sort of pontificates that with a stomp of his foot. And the whole ship teeters a touch from that. And he goes, and as long as that is the case, I will be the one that makes the decisions. With that and say, then why don't you tell your men that you know how to end their suffering? See how they really feel about it. Is the recording on? Yeah, we're on. Okay. Uh, You hear him sort of snidely grit one of his teeth looking at Geharan and then grabs a whistle from uh, a vest pouch, blows it, and to which... uh, from a hatch on the side of his in the side of his room that you probably haven't looked very deeply towards, all of the members of the crew that you know that are living uh, rank and file from there and sort of nod to the captain and go, "What is it, sir?" And most of them seem ready to fight you all. Um, as a sort of aside, Garen would uh, look to whoever's next to him and say, "I might have uh, I might have spoken a little too soon on that one." The captain turns to them, uh, his his shipmates, and goes, Our friends here have found a way to rid us of this curse. I'm sure you have heard it echo through the halls of the ship already, since it's not exactly being quiet, are we? He sort of, like, looks at the group of you as he says that last little bit. Hell shrugs. (laughs) And turns back to his crew. So, I ask you, and he draws his sword and sort of, like, draws a line at all of you, not just your party, but also the crew. Is it a true mutiny on my hands, and I stand alone to save this ship and crew for another night while we find a real answer to this curse where we would not be turned low under the waves at the cost? And with that, uh, the spectator sort of floats ahead of the rest of the crew, who all seem rather, like, downtrodden like looking at the looking at the the hull of the ship and you know not meeting the captain's eyes clearly quite willing to follow him the spectator sort of floats forward and his eyes you know scan in every direction making eye contact with every person in the room while his main eye focuses on the captain he goes captain we all trust you we all want what you believe is right but perhaps it is time to sheathe your saber for the last time. Perhaps it is time that you let your wife rest. And with that, a force, uh, a spear of force energy shoots from the captain's saber and pierces the spectator. And borderline pops him like a fucking balloon. No! Gary curses at that. 
Man. Not my boy. Uh, and as that happens, you see that sort of brief visceral moment, but what falls to the ground is not a spectator's corpse, but a man wearing an eye patch, kneels to falls to his knees with a hole through his lower jaw and slumps to the ground in a wet lump. Oh. Hmm. That man just straight killed the ghost. So that's how you value your soldiers' lives. Uh, the captain, before even turning at you all, draws his saber in a fighting stance and says, uh, before looking to charge, then it is a mutiny. Have at! And so let's roll initiative, shall we? Alright! Yay! Yeah. Oh, no. we, we tried. No. <laughs> We're fighting ghost pirates. Yeah, I mean, fighting ghost pirates, so that's pretty baller. I know. Like, win or lose, this is awesome. Hey! Alright, just get them ready for me, and I'll ask for them in just a moment. Look at me, so unready for dice. I just like looked at the dice pool that I had already set up, and I'm like, "Cool, all right, all I need is my D20." Had wish. everything but my D20s out. I wish I knew how to hurt something non-corporeal. You got a magic weapon, right? I oh god, I do. That'll do. Also, what's non-corporeal about these things? I thought you said the. I thought they were, like, also ghost pirates. I mean, there are ghost pirates, which is the majority of the crew, but the captain is just a vamp. Well, I guess you don't know he's a vampire, but he is pretty much a vampire. No, I mean, it's, it's fairly clear he's a vampire. Dude's been drinking Bloody Mary since we showed up. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Huh. Um... And shame on me. I forgot what your bard's name is. My bard's? L. L, right. Yeah. Polluvial. Polluvial, yep. How is that hard at all? <laughs> right? She's like 30 fucking... Alright, Valandess, what's your initiative? 14. Boomer? Uh, 17. Geheran? That's a solid 15. And L. Nine. Wait, do I get plus? Yeah, nine. Okay. Alright, so... The crew is immediately stunned that the captain just completely just offed his quartermaster. And you can see, despite as the battle begins, they all look to the captain with ire in their eyes. Uh, and draw their oh. draw weapons. Uh, but it is the captain who starts the round, and as such, he draws his blade almost slow and wide in front of him, and a white, flaming hot crescent of energy shoots forward. Everyone make a strength save. Not very good at those. Yes. Yeah, me neither. 
Do you just want to give us the threshold, or should we give you our numbers? Uh, numbers, please. Twelve. Valandes. A mighty, mighty. Valandes. I see I got a little choppy there. Valandes? Yeah. Uh, eleven. Eleven, Boomer? Mm -hmm. Uh, I rolled a three, but I have a negative one to my strength, so a two. Okay, Gaharan. Uh, that is a solid 17. Okay. Everyone except for Gaharan is knocked prone. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Everyone, including Gaharan, takes 15 force damage. Whoa. <laughs> All right. 16. You said? 15. 15. Thank you. And you said including Gaharan? Yes. Everyone takes the damage, but only uh, Gaharan isn't knocked down. But now he's pissed. That's fine. He steps for he steps forward with a quickness, becoming in the middle of the group almost instantaneously with a few footfalls, and sort of sizes up Geharan as the only one standing, and uh, basically performs a whirlwind where he like steps and thrusts down, steps and thrusts down in a circle, stabbing each of the prone people, and then Geharan twice. Uh, um. Uh, am I able to use an interrupt before I've taken an action? Uh, no. Okay, never mind. Unless you cannot be surprised. I can be surprised. Okay. Uh, I was looking at these freaking jars of scale mail oil. I should have used one. <laughs> uh, Alright, so that psych sort of a whirlwind thrust uh, is a 19 to everyone that's prone. Oh, 19 AC? Man. 19 to hit, yeah. Uh, okay, that hits. Yeah, that hits. Mm -hmm. Alright, each of you take 9 damage, piercing. Cool. I'm down below half health. And then Gaharan, you see him actually, okay. like, form a proper blow, as he, he almost was, like, dispatching your allies. Uh, but he actually, like, plants his feet and leans into the blow he delivers towards you. Uh, and that's a nat 20, so you're going to get criticaled. That's uh, 12, oh, that's 12 damage. And then the second hit... Uh, that's probably a miss. Uh, 14. Yeah, thank God. So he nailed you with a crit for 12, <laughs> and then missed you with a second hit. Phew. All right. It's hurt. Um, let's see. It is now Boomer's initiative. What was that? Boomer's initiative. You still... Who's up? Oh, okay. Uh, I'm below half health and almost dying. Uh, Boomer's gonna get up and move back as far away from him as he can. Alright, that's going to provoke an attack of opportunity. Is it? He's like right on top of me? Yeah, he, I said he, he, he basically waded into the middle of your group. Oh, well then, I'm just going to load my weapon and shoot from him from like 
the floor. Okay, okay. Well, you get advantage yeah. because you're prone and making a ranged weapon attack. Yeah, I'm going to... I get advantage? I believe that's how prone versus non-prone targets work, is that uh, if it's... Being, being prone doesn't give you anything, but if he is attacked with a ranged attack, they have disadvantage. Oh, you're right, you're right, you're right. Uh, but disadvantage. Yeah, no, no, no. So if what he, I have it backwards, if you if your target is prone, ranged attacks have disadvantage, but melee attacks have advantage. Yeah. And I had had that backwards. So go ahead. You just gonna shoot him from the ground? Yeah, uh, I'm gonna hit him with a uh, one of the uh, thundermonger rounds. All right, let him rip. Eighteen. All right, that'll hit. Hell yeah. Oh, um, since this, this is the first time you've fired this gun since it's remodeled, correct? Yeah. Uh, roll your damage with advantage. Oh, so... Ones? Or I, and I just take the higher ones? Yeah. Uh, Some extra pepper yeah. in that first shot. Yeah, some extra. So, first one is, uh, it'll be seven, thirteen thunder. Okay. From the, like the regular bullet plus another, um, um, the thundermonger shot. Hell yeah. And then I'm going to load and okay. hope I don't die. Garen, you're up. Okay. Um, Garen's pissed at this point, and he charges right at the captain. And Well, he's standing right next to you. Yeah. He didn't have to go very far. <laughs> hey. Um, and why not? He is going to just go right in. Uh, for a triple check and try and see how uh, this little son bitch likes having his legs knocked out. Go for it. All right. Ah. Any chance that a uh, fat sixteen hits this boy? Uh, no. Oh. Well then, Garen whiffs it. Um. And I guess at this point, uh, since everybody's already half dead, I'm already going to use that there uh, accent search and try the same move again. Go for it. Stabbing it. Boy's legs. All right. Burning all the oh, cooldowns. What was that? I said you're burning all your cooldowns. Let's see what you got. Um, a solid uh, 18 to hit. That'll do it. All right. And sorry, it's been a minute since I've done this, so forgive me I'm for... I'm pretty sure it's da weapon damage plus superiority die. Right. Which is now a D8. Hooray! That's a so D10. D10 plus D8 plus strength? Yeah. That's a D12. That's, uh, that's some real fucking opportunity right there. Alright. Say a 7 on the D8. Oh, just give me the total. And... All right, sorry, I'm talking out loud. Forgive me. Oh, you're fine. You're fine. <laughs> All right, six, one, seven, 
minus 13. 14. Strength gets added. The strength bonus gets added to damage, right? Yes. Or, yeah. Uh, that's a solid uh, 17 damage. Hey, that's a good hit, bud. All right. Is that your turn, or...? Um, and then I'm just going to already throw down that second win to heal as a bonus action. Uh, you don't have a bonus action. Uh, with the with the uh, action surge? No, I think that... It, I believe activating action surge is a bonus action. Ah, okay, forgive me then. Double check. I might be wrong, but... And, and, uh, and just check it, and if you find out that you would be able to second win, go ahead and give you the health. But we're going to move forward otherwise. Yeah, that's fine. I, I, don't, I don't know where my uh, book... Uh, Valandes, go for it. Oh, did I do... Arn asked if the uh, the hit knocked him to the ground. Oh, uh, he makes a strength save, right? What's the DC for that? Um, DC, so let's see, 11, uh, 14. He failed it. He is prone, my dude. All right. Ooh. Situation. <clears throat> All right, so he he's prone pretty much right next to me, and I'm laying down still. Yeah, I mean, you guys are within five feet of each other. Oh, double cool. barrel this motherfucker. All right, well, then I'm going to roll over. I'm going to put my hand on his chest, and then I'm going to smash my other fist into my own chest to try to break the heartbreak okay. uh, thing in my chest. Time, time sort of stops for a second, and you feel that clutch around your heart crack and almost hear, hear, like, hear a, almost a, like a bone break. And... Uh, what's you can feel it slither uh, down your arm and burrow out of your palm and into his chest, <laughs> and you can see what is basically like a human spine burrowing through your palm into his chest. Yes. <laughs> oh, that's that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's so gross. <laughs> uh, select one of the following things to happen to him. Damage, mm -hmm. cripple, or contain? Um, we're going to go with contain. Okay. So uh, a moment later after burrowing into the barest of his skin, uh, so time only stopped for just a brief moment while you felt that bone break sensation. Everyone else is seeing the rest of this. Uh, mm -hmm. You can see it burrow through his, his limbs and then form like uh, manacles around and shackles around his wrists and ankles uh, as the bone sort of binds into the hull of oh. the ship. Oh, you cut out a little bit there. So manacles. Yeah. Yep. So he is bound to the ground. Awesome. Also, you oh. lose one maximum hit point. Oh, okay. Yep. That that makes a lot of sense. And uh, oh, cool. So that's that's your action. What do you want to do else? Um, I suppose it would be another action to rip the pearl off of his. He's wearing it on a necklace, right? No, no. It's the pearl's the size of your fucking head. Oh. But it is in the room in it uh, in a display case. Well, then I'm going to make my way towards the pearl then. Uh, you're not able to reach it with your halved movement speed because you're prone. 
Right, right. Uh, I'm just going to get up and, and make my way there. Okay. Or try to get as close as I can. All right. So you're less than a few feet away from it but when your turn sort of ends. Uh, mm-hmm. L, you're up. Is he wearing metal armor? The captain? No, he's actually not wearing any armor, visibly. Okay, but he's currently chained to the floor. Right. If he just responded, I couldn't hear it. Yes, he, he is bound to the floor. Okay, great. Um, man, do those chains look strong? Yeah, I mean, they're they're in his wrists and legs, and they're, like, sticking out of his skin and clutched into the wood of the the ship. Hey, are they metal? No, they're made out of bone. Gross. <laughs> I said basically a bone snake burrowed out of Valandest's hand into the captain's body and then snaked through his limbs and then uh, basically wrapped themselves around his extremities and then dug into the wood of the ship. I missed the descriptor bone. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Bro. Yeah. It's okay. Um, cool. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm I'm gonna hold my action. Actually, wait. If I hold my action, I lose it no. because I'm the last person to go. You're not. I'm not. Yep. Who goes after me? You don't know, but I'm telling you. I'm okay. giving you the benefit of the doubt as a player that if you held your action, you would have an opportunity to use it. Okay, um, L holds his action, because he's not quite sure if anything more needs to be done here. So, divinity style, are we delaying you till the end of the round, or are you waiting for a certain thing? Divinity style, we're delaying me until the end of the round. Okay. So, uh, the crew bursts into action. The uh, cook seems to go into what can only be arguably known as a barbarian rage. And oh, good. vaults over almost in a horizontal leap about 10 feet to like sit on the captain's chest and begins to slam her fucking arms into his torso, uh, just beating him senseless. Mm. During which the two half-elf twins uh, sort of like blink across the room. Uh, the two, sorry, the two half elves sort of blink across the room. One to the captain, they seem to take something from him. The other one blinks over to Valandess, uh, smiles, gives him a little wink, and then unlocks the display case. And as nice. she as she hands the pearl to Valandess, her eyes mist over with pain, and she falls to the floor. Both of them at the same time. And you can see that the reason for that is because the captain has taken his reaction. Uh, and he's simply staring down one of the twins and, like, clinched his fist. And both of them dropped dead. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Are we going to wow. get rid of this thing sooner rather than later? <laughs> On it. It's fucking raw. Is there just, like, a window you can bust through and throw it out? Uh, chuck it out the window. And I, so the first, the first mate, uh, 
sort of opens a side door, uh, like an emergency like slide door that you hadn't seen before near you, Valendes, mm-hmm. uh, and like gestures to it as you can see it leads out of the cabin without having to walk past where the captain is being subdued, like kind of in the, the middle of the uh, front of the room. So it's a second exit. Okay. Are we still in initiative or can I just take a turn? We're well, I'm going to give L an opportunity to take a turn since it's the end of the initiative now. Okay. So, L, did you want to do anything? Um Oh, range touch, damn. Okay. Uh L just um, does what he does best, and that is insult the shit out of the captain. Okay. He just looks at the captain and says, you're about as useless in this fight as you were when your wife died. Oh, my God. Stop. (laughs) Stop immediately. I have a fucking special lair action for exactly that sort of thing, and I'm so sorry that you found my trap card. Cool. <laughs> the, at, at you insulting the death of the captain's wife, the ship animates, and the wood of the like the plank wood of the walls lash out and embed your fists, your your hands into it, and then suspend you in the air, feeling like they're going to tear your arms off. Make a acrobatics or athletics check uh, I can do one of those things pretty well actually and your spell's gonna go off I'm just like this is for dramatic effect sure I got a 22 oh wow yeah no you managed to pull yourself free from the wood uh, and feel that as your feet fall back to the hull of the the, the, the deck of the ship yeah that you might not be able to stand in one place for very long because this ship might try and devour you through your feet, but you get your spell off. Go ahead and resolve that. That, um, that wasn't a spell. He's just a cunt. Oh, you're just insulting him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Speech action. <laughs> That's hilarious. Coming from the That's guy that fantastic. has the spell called cutting words. <laughs> yeah, but, you know. And save it for when you need it. That's amazing. It's trying to eat us. I appreciate it's, that. It's just trying you. to eat Thatch. <laughs> which is good. It's not trying to eat me. Which is great. Yeah, but he's like an aperitif. <laughs> Alright, so, top of the initiative order. It's the captain. Uh-huh. Um, he is going to make an uh, athletics. Wow. Um... He's going to fail uh, the, the the save to break the bonds that were placed on him. Mm. But he is going Ooh. to stare down the chef as she beats into his chest, making it hard for him to choke out even a few words. But he looks at her and says, rest. Uh, and let's see. Uh, okay, so she is going to fall out of her barbarian rage and slump to the ground, visibly asleep. 
She just sleep on top of them? Like, basically. just slump down on top of them? Yeah, basically. Well, I mean, it's still effective a bit. And it is uh, Boomer's initiative. Boomer, you're up. Oh, okay. Sorry. I'm going to stand up. He's still on the ground, right? Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's still bound to the hull of the ship. Cool. I'm going to stand up and I'm going to take my thunder cannon and I'm just going to put it right against his skull. Okay. And then just fire away. <laughs> cool. Is he helpless? Does this count as a as a coup de gras? Yep. Coup de gras? Yep. <laughs> you best be right, oh, so Jesus do... boy. Well, is he, is he helpless? He's just his arms are bound. His arms he and his feet his... are bound. He, he might have his old... reflex to DC to, to AC though. How does Coup de Gras work in this game now? I only remember how it worked in 3.5. Um, okay, I'm actually speaking 3.5 rules. I don't know. Uh, hold so on. Just go ahead and you want me to look it up real quick? No, just it's, go it, ahead and shoot him. We'll say it's DM's discretion cool. here. I'll go around. Here we go, boys. Oh, holy lord. Okay. Just my twelve off the first one. Longer round. Holy shit! Ooh, happy Merry Christmas, Dice. I'm just, I'm just like looking down, and then I'll reload. But I'm just like looking down, and I'll be like, just, just quit struggling, just die. Okay, so what was the damage? Uh, it was twelve, uh, twenty-two altogether. Oh, maxed out, nice. All right, so you shoot the round, and it just like straight up removes a chunk of his head. Uh, just like part of his face is now uh, a smoldering concave, and he looks up you at you with his one remaining good eye and spits blood into the barrel of your weapon and goes, stop trying to kill me, fool, and do it. I, I didn't get the last part. Stop trying to kill you and what? Uh, My and, ears are ringing. And do it. I'm still not getting it. He says, stop trying to kill me, fool, and do it. Uh, that's my problem. I, my Wi-Fi is acting wonky. Uh, it's going from like three bars to one bar to three bars to one bar. So, basically, just, he was just taunting you to stop pretending to try and kill him and actually do it. Anyway, gotcha. it is uh, Geheran's initiative. Um... Well, with nothing better to do, he's going to try and help Boomer uh, stop trying to kill this man and kill him and attempt to just put his halberd into the man's face. All right. Using uh, yet another one of my wonderful die. And, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, cool. What's it freaking called? The one that, uh, oh, wait, never mind, that's Precision Strike. 
Maybe we'll use that. Let's find out. Never mind. That's a that's a uh, nat twenty, baby. Right. Max your damage. Cool. Oh, Thirteen. Um, that is a solid 14 damage. Alright, so you bury your weapon uh, where hit the bridge of his nose used to be and you sort of just bury it deep into his head. Uh, become quite the macabre sight at this point. Like, the, this doesn't... It, it's almost otherworldly how he seems to still be breathing. Uh, and so it reiterates the same insult that he said to Boomer, although a little more raspy. Uh, stop trying to kill me and kill me. Uh, are uh, you doing anything else, or is that your your turn? Uh, well, now I'm going to use the second win just in case. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Woohoo! All right, so that's a solid seven hit points back. All right, Valandes, you're up. Don't, don't you have a second attack, too? Oh, my God, I do get two attacks per attack action. I'm glad I didn't remember that the last time. Bum, bum, bum. That's okay. Uh, well, Garen's going to swing again, I guess. Okay, go for it. If that's all right. Uh, this time, I don't know if... Uh... Will an 11 hit? Wait, don't I get advantage? Because uh, he's prone? Yeah. Oh, thank Christ. <laughs> um, with him being prone, 14. And this time, I will use the precision strike to uh, add to that to actually hit. All right, let her rip. All right, that brings it up to a 16 on the prone boy. All right, that's going to miss. Womp. All right, Garen gets geeked out, I guess, and just fucking whiffs it. Well, he just, like, sure. moves his head to the side. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Let's say All that right. he actually rustled your jimmies and you missed a little. Yeah. Uh, all right, so... Are you going to move, or? What was that? You cut out. Uh, I said, are you going to move or anything? Otherwise, it's Valandes' initiative. Um, He's kind of, or none of the crew is left standing over there. Everyone's left into action, right? Yeah, everyone's left into action, yeah. Uh, is the door still open to the outside? or did yeah, the? Yeah, the side door is open. All right, cool. Then, yeah, I guess he's just going to sit there and make sure Boomer's okay with the guy who kills people with his face. Yep. All right, uh, Valandes, you're up. You're holding the pearl. I'm holding the pearl. Okay, um, so out, outside of this door, is it, is it like a direct door right out to the deck? Yes. Or does it like a okay, all right, so perceivably, with just my movement speed, could I get to the railing of the deck? Yeah, absolutely. You could absolutely just bail and throw the pearl overside. I'm going to do exactly that. Is throwing the pearl my action? No, but I don't really think that you need an action after that. Well, I'm going to go invisible just in case and then run out and toss it off the side. <laughs> okay. So you do that, and as you do it, you're almost stopped in your tracks as you see every one of the spectral crew kneeling towards you and, like, praying for you to pitch the pearl. Oh, wow. Uh, well, hold on, men. Um, we're going to fix this, and then I'm going to throw the pearl over. All right. As the pearl falls and touches the water, it immediately dissol almost seems to dissolve and leaves like a pearlescent 
patch of color on the water. And as that happens, you guys, by the way, fall off of initiative at this point. It's cinematic time. As that happens, the crew uh, just yells a curse at you all and immediately falls to ash. The the chef turns to ash. All of the remaining crew fall into piles of ash. And as such, the ship begins to turn to ash from the top down. So you you guys are standing on a quickly dissolving ship. I don't like this. Make for the side! Yeah, we gotta run towards the sides of the ship. Wait, no, I'm going to the bottom of the ship, and I'm just... I'm I'm getting my I'm getting my stuff. I can't. What about our uh, what about spider our, our kind of Oh wait, no, they they get that for us. We're good. I'm going for the side of the ship. All right. Uh, L manages to cast fly on himself before jumping over the railing. Of course. <laughs> Garen ungracefully jumps, flailing all of his limbs. Uh, Valen followed the pearl over the side and saluted the uh, dissolving uh, pirates. I want to jump on Geheron's back. (laughs) I don't know. I don't drown, so just walk. Yeah. All right. So, so you guys all go overside in your own fashion or another. Slate's there. Um, he's gonna be so upset about those Elvish girls. (laughs) (laughs) One of them was not a girl. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Whatever. Um, <laughs> they were elves, alright? Enough said. Fucking racism! <laughs> it's okay, I can say it, I'm a half elf. <laughs> They're the world, the forest androgyny. God damn it. Alright, so you guys all pitch yourselves overside, and you can see that the ship is being... It doesn't just, like, fall into a gigantic, like, sopping mess, but the wind carries all of the ash away until all that's left is a really neat and packaged, almost as if it was the ship's final good good kindness to you, but your carriage and all of your belongings are lying on a perfectly sized square of driftwood. Oh, Nice. Aww. Um, like, yeah, I spent a long time on that. Garen spits on the ground and says, "A leader who doesn't value his men is no leader." Yeah, yeah. glad that worked out. And Valen says, and he kind of rubs his chest a little bit. By the way, you don't feel that pressure on your heart anymore. It's gone. Yeah, yeah. The absence uh, is what he's kind of rubbing on. By the way, uh, Valen, what the hell was that? That was super hell. cool. Hell, 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 hell's the answer. Hell's the answer to that one. Oh, some bitch. That was pretty cool, man. Yeah. Can you do it again? Is that like one of your superpowers now? That what one-time deal, I, I, I think, anyway. Um, I hope so, honestly. It wasn't exactly pleasant. Just in case, no more high fives. Oh. All right. That's How about fair. party rule? No more deals with devils. Bit. Bit late. That sounds like bit a bit late on that one. Well, do your best in the future. That can do. And, and while everyone else is floating, Garen's kind of just standing on the water with his hands on his hips. 
Ellis. I I presume Mine. that you guys. Uh, I guess so it's, it's actually... Oh, hold on! I'm getting some major lag. Oh. All right, we're good. I think we just leveled out. Cool. cool. All right. Yeah, so it's uh, just so about Alan, death in the water. Yeah, being the only one in the water will make his way over to the platform with the wagon. Yeah. Hey, yeah, take me over there. I get to show you guys all the new stuff that I did. Yeah. Um, did you turn it into a boat? Do I have my own quarters? Yeah, you got your own like little beds and stuff. <laughs> it's super nice in there. I'll I'll put a picture in like on the 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 thing. Get trying to show you guys. Can I have a cool name like the SS Boomstick? I mean, I I don't care. <laughs> also, Dracon, did we talk about turning my one spider into two to pull it and just have them being beasts of burden? Yes, yes, we did. So there is there are now two, uh, uh, similar size, although a little smaller each spiders that seem kind of drone-like and unaware of their surroundings, unlike the one that had a little bit more of an animated personality. Yeah, I, I figured that, you know, pull this wagon, so one spider into two spiders, and now all they really do is just, you know, pull the cart, but, you know, sacrifice for the team. After we're done, I'll turn into, like, a one super giant spider. I was about I was about to say I missed the first one, but if you're gonna do that, hmm, I'm all aboard. So are you guys all on the platform, even L? Yeah, okay. L's probably <laughs> still flying a little ways off, but close to it. Okay. I just wanted to make sure you guys were all like out of the water. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So what do you guys what do you guys do? How are we supposed to summon the merfolk again? Did we Supposedly have to dive they in? Were waiting for us. Oh. Well, hopefully something happens soon. We're now in the middle of the ocean on something the size of a large dinghy. Well, mostly the way that they work is you cast something into the water. So they're probably expecting us. Sorry, Gaharan. Uh, we'll cast something into the water. Do, do we have anything like that? I mean, us. Uh, I mean, I was already in there. Fine, and Val will just fall back into the water. Um, so as Valen, as you kind of like just resign yourself to fine, I guess I'm gonna go jump into the pitch black ocean. Um, yep. you look over and stop yourself because you realize something is coming up. Something huge. Oh no! Hmm. Um, in the ocean, no one can see you pee. Oh, that's fine, because nothing needs to see you pee, because the water around the sh around your platform sinks, and all of you are swallowed up by a gigantic whale. Garen is screeching. <laughs> Incoherently screeching. Oh. <laughs> it is not glamorous or dignified. This is literally his nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Valen's resigned side to fall into the water, turning from a. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, as the panic of that would ensue, um, 
L, you have the distinct privilege of getting knocked out of the air by the wall of Baleen uh, <laughs> that slams you down into the platform, take 10 points of bludgeon damage. That <laughs> knocks me out. Okay. Oh, no. I'm at zero. Oh, no. <laughs> All right, so you guys see L get knocked out of the air uh, and swatted, <laughs> swatted to the platform like an errant fly. This wasn't part of the deep. And uh, he does not look well. Uh, uh, Boomer, Boomer will go over and cast Cure Wounds on him. Okay, uh, you stabilize him, but he is knocked the fuck out. Uh, yeah. And uh, everything seems awfully okay for being swallowed in up by a gigantic whale because as you all rest on the interior of the throat of this beast that is like a 30 foot tunnel wide uh you see that the inside of this whale is quite illuminated with bioluminescent torch brazers and there is a crew of 10 tritons that greet you uh, they could greet all they want. Garen's just pacing back and forth going, I don't want to be here. Get me out of here. <laughs> He's actually having a mental breakdown. Yeah, uh, and, and they are immediately aware of that. One of the Triton warriors walks over and hold, and and tries to nudge into your hands a rough stone bowl filled with that heavy, oily liquid that you imbibed at the bottom of the ocean. Um, Garen at first almost panics when he's touched. Um, but realizing that something is not concerned about his current predicament, he kind of starts to settle. They can. Okay. Uh, oh yeah, I do. I got some of that liquid too. Oh hell yeah! Never mind. Continue. You are all greeted by the, the by the Tritons. Um, uh, Linto Wiss steps forward. Uh, she, despite being in the throat of a giant whale is still on a throne that is being carried on a platform by these stone golems. It's like she doesn't go anywhere without being waited on. Even the interior of a giant whale. Uh, well, I, I've got to say, I like what you guys have done with the place. It's, uh, it's homey. Uh, and anyway, so so through that, she sort of smiles and goes, well, we have to figure out how to handle you from the middle of the ocean when we promised that we would, didn't we? So consider our favor undertaken. And you can feel you guys going underwater, like the whale is, is under the water again. Long story short, she regales to you that the 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 whale is going to swim to the deep of the ocean and ride a, uh, a an undercurrent and carry you straight to the shore of your destination. Fantastic! That's that's wonderful. Uh, easy as that, huh? She nods, and, and as the sort of throne platform is turned around and leads back into the rest of the whale, she sort of flicks a, a wrist and goes, Well, we do travel correctly, don't we? Yes, ma'am. Absolutely. Uh, Valen will just mingle around and see see what they've done to the inside of this whale, aside from just the entrance. Uh, 
I mean, it's it's not glamorous. I mean, it's it is the inside of a whale. Um, it's yeah. not like there's an entire city inside of this thing. Uh, it's it's quite clearly they use these gigantic whales as a manner of, you know, personnel transport. Mm-hmm. It smells bad. It's sticky on the ground. Uh, but hey, your guys' belongings are safe and dry, and so are you. Mm-hmm. Heck yeah, I'm about it. I'll look at Boomer and say, you know, uh, it's not any worse than some parts of the Underdark, so, you know, not bad. Hey, man, I, I've never been to the Underdark, but that kind of sucks, bud. I can see why you're kind of angry all the time. I get it. Well, there's nice parts. It's like anywhere. A couple of the Triton warriors approach you all with offerings of food and drink and say, the good mistress wants you to know that the travel will be just shy of a week and that you are all uh, given a few days of food, but we hope that you have provisions to cover yourselves if able. Oh, yeah, we got food. Yeah, we have a stockpile. Um, Although we might need a few barrels of that... uh, drink that you're serving to our large friend. He's not uh, too keen on being underwater. The one Triton almost laughs a little and stops himself and goes, naturally, libations will be brought to your unsettled, and we wish you the best of your ride. I'm in a whale. Yep. (laughs) So, uh, in the interest of not dragging out quick travel, um, is there anything that you guys want to be working on for this week? Uh, that's just keeping it together for Garen. Well, that you got. I gave you if back. You gave sorry. You gave me back? what for uh, the uh, the cure wounds, and it was ten HP. Ten HP. Thank you. I don't get that. Well, that doesn't wake me up immediately. But, so I missed the introduction. But uh, cool. Sec- second off, I want to take the gear crank and mix it with this thick stuff. It visibly separates. Oh, it doesn't call gear <laughs> crank. I can't like make a gear crank plus. Oh, damn it. I mean, you can, I just want to point out that like after you stop stirring it, you can visibly see it separate. It's just got a phase two. Um, all right. L makes his own chemical investigations of their strange alcohols. Well, first, taste this ale. See what it does. Fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) I mean to say. Garen will drink it. Thank you, my friend. Oh, Garen, you want some? I will do anything to forget the fact that I'm inside of a whale right now. All right, man, here you go. Just just drink it all in one gulp. He will do that. Con save. (laughs) Yes. Uh, tell me a 17 is enough to keep me not dead from gear crank. Oh, it's enough to keep you from not dead, but you wake up two days later. That's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Working as intended. Yeah. Time travel machine engaged. Feature. (laughs) (laughs) Test cocktail, please ignore. (laughs) So yeah, uh, Geheran imbibes that and goes, whoo, that's got a bump and just falls (laughs) and wakes up two days later. So, is there anything you guys are working on for this little trip? Uh, Valen relaxes the first couple days, and then um, about midweek, he's going to start asking around to the Tritons if they have ever heard of a golden needle with a diamond tip. 
The Tritons say that it sounds like whatever that would be would be quite expensive. They don't know of any artifact by that description. Very well. I'll thank them for whatever information they can give. Wasn't expecting much, but it's time to start casting that net. So. Yep. Uh, uh, aside from that, nothing serious. Yep. I'm going to relax and start reading up on wizard's book to do wizard stuff. Okay. All right, so you guys uh you guys pass the week through your own forms of recreation. And Indeed. <laughs> uh and notice almost immediately after the first day, all of the tritons except for one or two of them have left somehow. Uh the the Liptowis has left. Uh, her golem bodyguards have all left. There's merely just one or two tritons to make sure that, you know, the whale is going the correct direction, etc. But uh, on probably round ca- when cabin fever begins to really kick into high gear and you guys get really anxious about the fact that you're stuck in a whale for a long ass time, uh. You can hear it. The whale take a, a breath, not unusual. You've heard it a few times, uh, several times uh, each day, but it takes a breath, and then you don't feel it dive back down. And for the first time in almost a week, you're ba- basked in sunlight as its mouth opens into the shallows of a foreign land to you. Huh. Garen almost hmm. cackles when he sees sunlight. Uh, and the oh. tri- the two tritons that are still there go, "Well, you're at your dest- you're at your destination." Fantastic. Which end do we exit through? The one triton gives you a weird look. The other one just like shrugs and points out. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Need to be. Damn, yeah. that was good. <laughs> Hell yeah, that's a good. Thing. You're talking about either going through his mouth. You are, are a man of words. L's, L's not going to reveal how drunk he is because he was serious. <laughs> <laughs> all right, boys. Uh, well, all right. I guess we hit the shore. <laughs> All right, through a little bit of effort, uh, you guys managed to get yourselves and your carriage to shore. You can see no distinguishing features in any given direction. Uh, So you guys don't really have any landmarks to figure out where the fuck you are, other than on a coast of a uh, larger-than-your-eyes-can-see landmass. Presumably you're in betwixt Yarda. We got any way of getting any of us into the air? Elk can use fly. Um, the are the guards Triton guards still there? There did they take off? Uh, yeah. The moment you guys got onto shore, the Tritons like waved, stepped back into the mouth of the whale, and the whale fucked off. Oh, uh, all right. Fair enough. Hmm. Dang. Well. Well. Uh. I'm sorry, you guys cut out pretty bad. What? The coast. I think we should keep the coastline in sight. There's bound to be a town built onto the water. I sure, why not? 
fly up to see... Well, how high can you get? Sorry, one second. Uh, how high can I get? Oof, if I had a nickel for every time I've asked, answered that question. Um, <laughs> it lasts for quite a while, as far as I know. Well, Ten minutes or so? I guess get up there. Alright. Um, L casts fly on himself using his loot mm -hmm. and uh, flies up for five minutes. Okay. You can see that not too far, maybe a mile or so away, there is a pretty clear beaten down path. Not a cobbled one or anything like that, but a beaten path mm -hmm. of dirt that's padded down from use. Okay. He goes back to land and um, reports the direction. All right. Well, all right. Let's head that way. Everybody climb aboard and maybe go lay in your new uh, little bunks and stuff. Um, and while I was up there, what sort of terrain are we surrounded by? Is this just more beach in every direction? Does it become wooded? Uh, it becomes kind of just vast plains. I mean, you see the occasional patch of trees and tall grass, but I almost want to say like borderline savanna, just like open plains for most as far as the eye can see. Sweet. Okay. And is that consistent with where we were trying to get to? Yeah, I mean, that sounds like, if you recall your map, that sounds like this that, that sort of inner crescent of Betwixt Yarda's western coastline. Okay, perfect. Um, <clears throat> as they, like, get ready to head off, Garen would clear his throat for a moment, look at everyone, and, and say, um, I'd appreciate it if we could kind of ignore uh, a little bit of what happened back there. He seems Which rather... part? Um, Garen kind of just looks at him and uh, kind of like shrugs, looking really rather sheepish about the uh, uncharacteristically... Scaredness you were? Yes. You got done quite the fright. Yeah, Doubt. and he's clearly quite embarrassed, actually. Uh... Well, it's not every day we hop in a whale and go... Sailing underneath the ocean, so I think yeah, I think man, we could we manage not play. talking about it. I, I yeah, I had a bad trip in a lake when I was a child, and it kind of stuck with me. There is no shame, my friend. We all have our weaknesses. I myself have a problem with hogs. Ugh. Did you say pogs? Like hogs, slammers? No. Pogs. What are you talking about? No, I'm asking. Like, are you are, are you saying ponds or pogs? Pogs, H O G, pigs. Oh, I thought we were like talking like the like the little like cardboard discs you flip with the slammers, and I got really I know, confused. I know what you thought I meant. I'm wondering how you thought I meant that. I didn't know. Maybe it was a D and D critter named after it that I wasn't aware of. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> not. <laughs> no, El has a fear of flumps. Absolutely mortified of him, really. Uh, all right, uh, so it's about that time to sort of break up the chitter-chatter. You hear your sending stones sort of, like, crackle with uh, that familiar sheepish bookworm voice. Hello? 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 Are you there? Uh, I'll pull out my sending stone. Yeah, me too. Uh, he goes, 
Are you all there? Are you safe? Uh, yeah, we're all here. I mean, uh, I got stabbed by like six different pirates. Relatively safe. What, yeah. We're safe at the moment. What What happened to the pirate? What uh, <clears throat> What happened to the mariners that you were all on the ship of? I lost uh, contact with you at some point while you were in the middle of the sea. We disintegrated them. Yeah, it looks like you get to keep your money. Yeah, you don't got to pay the guy now. Oh, well, thank you very much for that. But, um... You know what? I don't. I don't think it matters. Um, So where, where, where are you? Good question, my friend. We're trying to ascertain that ourselves. We think that this is betwixt Yarda. Maybe. I mean, we just climbed out of the mouth of a giant whale, and we have no idea where we are. So, you know. Yeah, it's been a whirlwind of a past week. So, you said you rode in a way... Oh, 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 you must have made good with some tritons then. Yeah. Indeed. Yes. Made something. Just a moment, I assume... I've read about this. This is absolutely fascinating. Uh, just a moment, I'll be right back with you. You sort of, you know, go silent for probably just over too long as you guys begin to, like, tap your feet. Like, what the fuck? And then he comes like, okay, so, I have this here. Uh, I assume since you mean that you came out of a whale, you mean that literally, correct? Does yes, literally the front end, it? don't worry. Literally the inside of a whale. Right, so, if you made good with tritons and traveled through the inside of a whale, you must have uh, traveled along one of the undertoes or, or, or deep currents of the seas. There's only so many of those, so they only can drop you off in so many locations that are relevant to the shoreline. So if you give me just a moment, I might be able to tell you of some locations you can head to. Fallon's gonna... I'm gonna clamp a hand over the sending stone real quick and just be like, is he actually gonna be useful for once? Sounds it. Hey man, he got you guys the fucking ride in the ship in the first place. That's true. And then we almost died on it, so I mean... He got us a ride on the ship. <laughs> I guess mixed back. It was all right. You know what? I'm gonna de- I'm gonna pull the DM screen away for a second. I'm gonna point out how like that whole thing was entirely your guys's concoction. <laughs> oh yeah, no, you heard no, there was a we curse know. and was like, we gotta put our fucking hero foots through this situation. Yeah, no, in, in reality, we... like we we totally could have just let him live his cursed existence and not nearly died. Yeah. No, he was throwing that out there as an after fact. Bad guy. He's a bad guy. He's a bad dude. I yeah. saw it. I smelt it. I was like, he's a bad dude. Oh, this is a curse. I'm going to fix it. Yep. Yeah. Can't let that. I'm not going to let curse shit stand by and be cursed. Well, oh, the, you know oh, the irony of how we won that fight. <laughs> not, 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 not Bumble, right, Jim? Squire the second. Because yeah, oh, no. you just walked up and said, playtime's over, motherfucker, and just put a bullet through his head. Right, I think I, I think Winters is trying to point out that that only was so easily done because he kind of made oh. a deal with the devil to make it so. Flat out curse shit. <laughs> yeah, I get that, but, you know, we're working on you. Your baby steps. We're in it for the long con. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jeez, man. 
And I can't we are, hear. We are a I motley crew. Curse in a, in a day. <laughs> you guys and are. A I crew. appreciate the Paradise Campaign is a motley crew. They are. <laughs> oh, I've heard some. I've heard some things. Anyway, um, so okay, so he kind of comes back in a minute later. All right, so assuming that you told them where you were trying to go, there's only one of two options, and I'm going to go with this more southern choice. So. If you are where I believe you are, then if you there should be a, a, a long dirt road that travels north and south near you all. If you can find it, travel south along it, and you should be able to hit a, a crossroad town not too far from then. I will make contact with the dragon you're, you're to speak to, and they will meet you there. Oh, the dragon. Right, the dragon. Oh, yeah, the dragon. I about him. Wait, do we still have all that stuff that we need to please the dragon? It's all in your cart. <sighs> okay, thank God. <laughs> well, we have some practicing to do on the road then. You get to dance around with my little look at me. I'm an asshole dance. <laughs> yep. We should get all right. before we go. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh... uh Thank you um, for the directions. We'll absolutely be following them. I believe we have a a, a bead on that dirt path uh, that you mentioned. So, uh, yeah, we will make our way towards the town. Wonderful. It should not be too far of a travel for you all, but um, just just uh, when you arrive, make sure that you're in uh, Mesto is, is the name of the town. Mesto uh, Tanusa? T- Meto Tanusa. Uh, and uh, uh, I, I, I assume that it will be easy to find your um, uh, dr- dragon. He, he will probably make himself known to you. Can't imagine it's yeah. very difficult to find a dragon in a city. Mm-hmm. Very good. Uh, tra- tra- travel safe, you all, and make sure you have the ritual down. Yep, we we got it down. Practicing like crazy. I can't wait to fuck this up. Yep. And so the uh, we're not fighting the dragon. The sending stone goes. The sending sending stone goes quiet. End of the campaign. We're all dead. The paradise campaign can find our our ashes at the bottom of this freaking dragon. How big of a dragon can it really be? Huge. I mean, yeah, dragon. Okay. Right. So uh, let's uh, let's make our make our way there, and uh, before we get there, we'll run through this uh, ritual again. All right. So you guys all you know nestle up onto the carriage in one fashion or another, and just as you guys sort of align yourself to the road and begin to trot down mechanical spider style, that's where we're going to end it. This week. All right. All right. Not too shabby. Not shabby at all. That was awesome. And special yeah. note level up. Oh, shit. Whoa. So that makes you guys level two, right? Basically, Something like how we got our asses kicked out last fight. <laughs> I think we're level seven now. Yeah. Seven. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. 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 
Awesome. All right, congratulations, you guys. Uh, as always, I've been your host and Dungeon Master Kenny. We have our sure glad not to be in the belly of a whale anymore fighter. Hey, it's me, Jeff Langaire, and have a good night. The guy who just earned inspiration for his character because he was so in character he didn't even fight the fight that we just fought, the Bard. Hey, it's me, Austin, playing L. Have a good night. The Warlock who also earned inspiration tonight by sacrificing literally a part of his soul to complete part of his contract with his fiend boss? Ally? Who knows? Yeah. Our hey, uh, this is just this is Jesse playing Valendis. Good night, everybody. And our artificer, who was awfully stoked that he got to the christen the barrel of his new rifle 2.0. Hey, it's Dylan playing Boomer. All y'all have a good night. All right, have a good night, everybody. Bye. Hey. Good night. Good night, good night y'all.